The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. It's Matt Slick Live. Matt is the founder and president of the Christian Apologetics Research Ministry, found online at CARM.org. When you have questions about Bible doctrines, turn to Matt Slick Live for answers. Taking your calls and responding to your questions at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Everybody, welcome to the show. It's me, Matt Slick, and you're listening to Matt Slick Live. If if you want to give me a call, all you got to do is dial 877-207-2276. It's a nice Friday. Today's date is January 26, 2024. So, hope you're all having a good time and a good day. Oh, man, I'm having one heck of a day. A lot of stuff I'm doing here. So, hey, look, uh, if you also, if you're interested, you can uh, email me at info at carm.org. Info at carm.org. You can do it that way. And if you do, well, please just put in the subject line. Just put in there, um, let's see, put in uh, radio comment or radio question. That's what you got to do. And it will work. All right. Hey, I want to hear from you. We got one call coming in, and uh, may the Lord bless you. All right. So there you go. And uh, let's see. I think that's about it. Maybe we'll do a little bit of hate mail today, and some other stuff. All right. So uh, there we go. Let's get on the phone. Hey, let's just try this right away. Let's get on with Alberto from Georgia. Alberto, welcome back, man. You're on the air. Yeah, good evening, Matt Slick. Uh, uh, you know, the Spanish generaleta is older than the King James, and uh, the, where Elijah, the prophet, when he, had to, when he challenged the, the false prophets of Baal, 300 prophets, and when they, he defeated them, he told all the people to gather them all up and have them decapitate their heads by the river of Kishon. Now, mm-hmm. my Spanish translation say he decapitated them, but the English okay. translation, like the King James, that doesn't say uh, decapitate, it just say something. What verse? The more older translation. What hmm? verse is it? What verse is it? I think it's. A, I think it's. I think it's at the first king. I think it is. I think it's chapter eighteen. Okay, Hannah, so I it's. That, I think. Well, I need a. You know, it really helps if you could tell me what exact verse it is, and I can go look. But it. Um, so without I think it's that, it's a little bit tough. To, I think. Uh, but what book? Chapter verse. Do you know? First Kings eighteen. First Kings eighteen. Okay, okay. Uh, First Kings eighteen, and that's the the false prophets at uh, Baal, Mount Carmel. All right. So, and uh, I think it just says slay, but no, it's, that's not uh-huh. it. So, so that's not it. Um, I'm trying to find the exact verse. That's all. That's all I'm trying to do. So it's a little bit difficult. Because different translations use different words. Now it's in First Kings eight sixty, and uh, so I can do searches, but I can't find out what it is. I need an exact verse. So here's the thing: if you got a question about a verse, mm-hmm. get ready with a verse, so that I can find. Yeah, it no, but I, yeah, yeah, because I read it the years a while back. I think forty two. I think it was. Okay. Thomas uh, Cromwell crouched down in the earth and put his face between his knees. That's for, verse forty two. No, no. So, I don't think, uh, I don't yeah. think that's a really key thing. Yeah, tell you what, do this. Why don't you uh, uh-huh. find it? Call me back, okay? Okay. I've got several well, things I'll going on the here. Email. Oh, okay. Call me back. Sorry, I thought okay. it was, that was it. But anyway, I watched the video you told me about. Which uh, one? I was, the, the guys about the, about the, about the, 
about the Trinity and all that. You mean the five-hour discussion time. I had? Yes. Yeah, they, they, they were no match against you. They were amateurs. Yeah, they couldn't prove. <laughs> they didn't have, have, have no good arguments. <laughs> yeah, they they don't. Um, yeah, I, I would I would yeah I would agree. They don't have any good yeah. arguments. I'll, I'll again, but I'm pretty sure it was. But I'll, I'll send it to you emails. It's a radio question. Okay. Okay. All right. Sure. And um, would you agree that some of those guys were exceedingly rude in that yeah. discussion? Yeah, they were kind of interrupting you constantly. The other guy, the other guy came in afterwards. He did some some crazy comments he make. He's trying to say that Jesus, the wisdom is not a person. Jesus Christ yeah. is the wisdom of God. The right. Bible says yeah, they, he is the power of God. It's a person. Yeah. You know, yeah, they, they weren't very and, rational. Uh, um, no, they weren't. No. Well, one no, guy they, was. They, Otis they was. Well, Otis was pretty good, but he gave an argument that was so, not convoluted, but was so detailed. Well, this verse over here has this shade of meaning. That verse has shady meaning. This has a, it's like, what? Uh, other than him, uh, they didn't really, yeah, I, I agree with you. Okay? Yeah, so, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, there was no, there, there were no match. They're, too, they're well. still novice. <laughs> well, you know. All right. All right, Thank well, you. good. Okay, I'll buddy. I'll again. All right. God All right. bless. Thank you. Okay, okay, bye. bye. All right. So if you want to give me a call, all you got to do is dial 8772-072276. Let's get to Martin from Virginia. Martin, welcome. You're on the air. Hey, Matt. Hey, hey. thanks again for your ministry. Hey, hey quick hey, question. I, I don't have the exact quote with me. Um, but, you know, Jesus instructed, you know, he was going to go into the temple and there was a the discussion about, you know, the tax, you know, the taxing foreigners, mm-hmm. taxing the locals. And I think he instructed, I, it wasn't James, but he, I, maybe it was James, but he instructed one of his disciples to uh, mm-hmm. go to uh, drop a drop a line in and pull the first fish out that takes it and take the, uh, not a drachma, but I think what it was, but take the coin out of the fish's mouth. Now, Jesus right. being Jesus, he could have done anything. He said, hey, James, check your satchel. Right. You've, you've got two coins right there. Give them to me, please. But is there something symbolic about the fish? Is there some reason why he instructed, you know, the disciple to go go fishing? Well, for it? the only thing I can really think of off the top of my head is that's what they made a living doing was fishing. He was a fisherman. So from the the work that he was doing, he paid taxes. I think that's what was going on. And it was a shekel. Uh, and it says uh, statera, you know, shekel. So uh, that's right, anyways yeah. Matthew seventeen twenty seven that specific thing, yes. Okay. A standard coin, which is a shekel. So that's what I think it is. But it's a good question to see if it is something more symbolic. And to be t- honest with you, I'm not exactly sure. So okay, yeah, I just uh, I don't know if I was missing something. It just jumped out at me the last couple of weeks, and it, I'd come across it a couple times, and I just kind of. I, like you said, you know, make you fishers of men, and, and they were fishermen. Yeah. So I didn't know if there was some correlation. Yeah, you know, it's just a good question. And, and, and it makes you wonder. And uh, But the thing I see is uh, they paid taxes out of their living because it was just that. But, you know, also the fish, fishers of men, and maybe there's something there, and that uh, as you're doing that, your needs will be met. I mean, maybe you could say that too, uh, but I well, wouldn't go too far with it. Um, you know, there are right, several things right. we could allude to. Yeah. 
That's what you have to do. It's yeah, I just didn't know if there was some aha thing that I just wasn't <laughs> privy to. I kind of googled around some stuff, but it, but it just was kind of quizzical, you know. I just, it, I, I just wondered. Yeah, um, if anybody out there knows, you know, maybe you know some story or some Jewish thing that I just don't know about. You know, call me up and, and let me know, and we can learn together. But uh, top of my head, that's all I know. And I'm looking through some commentaries right now to see if they say anything like, uh, oh, and this is symbol of the Old Testament, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, oh, I didn't know that. But I don't see anything that says that. Uh, when the story is not about proposed miracle, but in Jesus' attitude to social conventions. Well, anyway, uh, so that's it. That's, I've, and all the time I've, I've um, studied, I've never really tackled that issue that way. Uh, any symbolic meaning, I don't, don't see. So I don't think it. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, no worries. And instead of another question, I just had a comment. Sure. I know the, sure. the craziness going on on the southern border and, and uh, uh, yeah, I know. And, and the order to, hey, you know, uh, you know, the Border Patrol can go in there and they can cut the razor wire down. But, you know, Governor Abbott's standing his ground saying, no, National Guard, you're going to defend this ground. I think yeah. if Biden were to nationalize Texas National Guard, if I were one of the, what, what, what were there, 18, 22 states that said, hey, we support Gat, Abbott. Mm-hmm. Send in 60, 60 of your National Guard, rotate them every two weeks, because then he's going to have to nationalize everybody's National Guard, and then that's just going to look real ugly for Biden. Well, I think, I think that the people in the government up in that level need to be brought up on charges, and I think the leftist regime uh, that's in control in their hypocrisy and their money digging, uh, I think they need to be um, tried uh, under a court of law. Oh yeah, for, yeah. For no, I'm I'm with you, man. It's unfortunate that that level. It's the the rot has gone so deep, and I, I'm I'm privy to a lot of things in the D.C. area, and I can see the D.C. courts and what kind of funding they get and how much they get of our taxpayer funds, and it's just a thing that just turns the stomach. Yes, uh, I would agree. Uh, in fact, I have so much to do that uh, the stress on me is already pretty bad, pretty pretty great, and it just amped up uh, just recently even more. Uh, I'm getting lightheaded and having to take breaks. Right. You know, not I'm not under because of my stress. Call, right? Well, you know, it's just what it is. But I can't even watch okay. news anymore because I get so gotcha. angry. At what's happening with the news? Right. I, I they are, are they are purposely trying to destroy our country. They're, they need to be dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, there's a Good. lot of reset yeah. mindsets out there that that want to tear it down to build it up in mm-hmm. in what they want it to be. That's right. They want to destroy, and in order to do it, they want us under control. They want to get rid of our guns, and they want to be able to control everything. What we buy, where we go, what permissions we have, what our children are taught, everything. They are in control. They want control because the arrogant fools that they are think that they know what's best for everybody else. And as far as I'm concerned, it's demonic. So, yeah, I, it's almost like you know, it's almost biblical and scriptural in a way, right? It's yeah. kind of heading in in, yeah. in kind of a bad way. I, I pray that you know that this next election cycle can put a big roadblock, but yeah. um, you know, I'll do my part. I'm going to volunteer. Well, and, you know what? And 
I think what's going to happen is, this is just a theory. How about this is a theory? Nothing more than a theory. That uh, because they've let so many people in the border, that nationals from different countries are coming in who are military age. We know that Muslims are coming in who want to destroy America. We know that commies are in from China. We know from other places are coming in. Just unchecked, come in. They've been, and people have been caught who said, get ready. It's going to happen to America. They've gotten in here. So what would happen if there was all of a sudden some major attacks within our borders because of the friggin' stupid Democrats? And they did this. And then what they do is they suspend elections. What would be the case then? That's what I'm wondering about. Yeah, now you make my blood pressure go up, Matt. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why I say to people, you better start prepping. Get food, get water. Uh, there's war. There's, uh, in fact, Europe. Uh, Europe is, uh, many nations, Germany, uh, Switzerland, and others that I've heard of are preparing for war. They're telling their citizens to start uh, su- taking supplies, water, food, things like this. They're building up their militaries. They know what's going on. They know what's coming. And what our country yeah, is doing funny, is... Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned a few of those um, EU nations, mm-hmm. uh, countries that, mm-hmm. you know, that they, they have so much stronger border protections than we do. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, oh, my gosh. If you look at Sweden, even look at Germany, look at Italy. Yeah. You look yeah. at many of those nations. That's right. right. No, they're not going to be allowed here. We That's saw right. the harm and we saw the damage of, of unculturalizing yeah. your nation. Well, hold on, buddy. We got a break. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. We got a break right there. So, please. Please stay tuned. Hey, folks, we'll be right back after these messages. If you want, give me a call, 877-207-2276. Be right back. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. If you want to give me a call, all you have to do is dial 8772072276. I want to hear from you. Give me a call. Let's get back on the air with Martin from Virginia. Martin, welcome. You're back on the air. Yep, still here. Hey. Okay. So uh, you were saying something, and, and uh, the music was coming for the break. So uh, I don't know where we were. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we were talking kind of. I, I, I kind of flowed the idea if, if Biden wants to nationalize, uh, federalize the Texas National Guard, then mm-hmm. all he has to do is consult with his partner states, and they would send in whatever the number of sixty. I, I just said sixty every two weeks, and Biden would have to, you know, just to go to that mm-hmm. park and keep it secure, mm-hmm. you know, instead of yeah. that park turning into a landing base for thousands and thousands of illegals every day. Yeah, yeah. There, I, I'm up there in Idaho, and I'm hearing Spanish more and more everywhere I go now. I mean, they I can tell from different different accents, and uh, within Spanish a little bit, and um, let's just say I'm recognizing more, and uh, yeah, more and more they're just coming into stores speaking Spanish in groups. Right. Yeah. So, no, I grew up uh, just a stone's throw away from you on the Oregon side. From where you're okay. at, okay. So yeah, yeah. I kind of know. I, I get there a couple times a year. And I kind of know some of the slight changes and shifts. And 
Yeah, well, you know, I'm from San Diego after I moved from there to here. And uh, now I'm not against uh, people wanting to immigrate here. I no problem at all. You want to immigrate, just do it uh, according to our laws. That, that's what I'm saying. Just do it that way and be vetted. Yeah. Everything, yeah. You know, all the normal stuff. That's what I say. But let me just say that, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, down there, my car was broken into. My wife's car was stolen. Um, there were plenty of instances where, uh, uh, let's just say that, uh, you know, illegals were just running rampant. Um, no, it's a good thing you don't live in D.C. either, man. Yeah, it's it's just it gets you know we can't you can't maintain a country this way, and I, you know I know it's been happening for a long time, but there's going to come a breaking point, and we, we just can't do this. And everybody wants America, everybody wants to come into America, and uh, but then they don't want to be American. They want the benefits of our country, but they want don't want to be American, and you know I you know learn our language, and be responsible, be good citizens. But yeah, I remember once, you know, uh, I was coming out of an apartment and this kid came out of nowhere. And I was going about one mile an hour in my car, getting ready, you know, slowing up to the street to turn left or right. And there was a big trash bin in the way. And I'm looking left or right and boom, this kid comes out and I knock him off his bike. And he's okay, scared the crud out of me. And uh, couldn't see him, you know, it's one of those things. And so I, I get out and I check on him and he's crying and you know he's more scared than anything else. His mom comes out and uh, you know I said you know I'm just looking at her. You know I could tell. You know and I just in Spanish I said you know do you speak English? She said no. You know and I said well you need to take him to the doctor just have him checked and just as a precaution. She goes no 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 doctor no doctor. And I you know want me to call the police? No 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 police. You know, they're just they're illegals everywhere. And I remember right. I used to work in the hospital yeah. in Escondido, which means hidden. And I was registering patients. And you know, it's just we're being, let me just say, we're being in, just flooded with people who don't speak English, taking, uh, taking advantage of the medical system. And I was called in to translate many times into, uh, from doctors to, to patients. So, you know, it's like, come on, this can't go on forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Denver, city of Denver, is really suffering because of illegal immigration, and, and it's really hurting the, the real citizens, the poor and the needy mm -hmm. of those localities. Yeah. yeah, I've heard, I've heard stories of a hotel where they kicked out uh, people and some veterans who were holed up there uh, and kicked them out and let put the uh, illegals in, and they're giving them phones, giving them stuff. Like, what, what's going on? And my wife just showed uh, a video of uh, La Jolla is down in uh, San Diego County. And there was a boat that uh, they just came into La Jolla. And illegals are just jumping off of it and just running in. And the people are picking them up. And they're in communication. We're being invaded. We cannot have this continuum. Yeah. We're going to lose our country. Right. Yeah. We're going to lose our country. No, yeah, and we it's can't support happen. it. It's, it's just going to degrade our whole uh, economic system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And uh, I, you know, I don't want to sound like they're going to accuse me of being a racist. I'm not a racist. I just think that if you're going to, um, if you want to come to the country, do it legally. And I think that our people in government are supposed to protect us. 
and do what's right according to the law, and they're not. And obviously, I don't trust the, de- the Republicans either, but the Democrats, as far as I'm concerned, are just evil. They're just evil. So that's what I yep. think. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a bad direction right now. And someone's got to say this stuff, and I know it. And here's the thing: I'm actually worried about getting arrested for what I say. That the the uh, Gestapo is going to come to my door and just say you can't talk like that on the radio, because I know that my radio's near that that area in Washington D.C. So, you know, right? Yeah, Baltimore, Washington D.C. area. You got to be careful. Can't really show up in at a school council meeting and voice the truth because you will be if they get your name and they will get your name because it's nothing different that they haven't done in the last 50 60 years they're outside taking taking names and license plates Mm -hmm. yeah because the left i recommend people read the the novel 1984 written by an atheist and aldous huxley you should everybody should read that study it and it's got some naughty stuff in it but they should read what it is because it's about Big Brother. It's about control. It's about the government doing what it does to control people. Uh, it needs to be studied, and you know, it's coming. Big Brother, but there's just. And then you know, another thing is I was watching some videos. This really bothers me. Everybody, I was watching some videos yesterday. I forget what the, the latest what you call it, Gen Z or you know, whatever it is. And people on the street are going out and interviewing them. You know, and how many moons does Earth have? They don't know. You know, how many states is the United States? They don't know. You know just stuff like this. Our, yeah, our people are being so dumbed down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, government schools have not really paid out. I mean, I heard that uh, New, York, New York City, I believe, that the districts there, it costs an average of 45000 a year the government spends, whereas the charter schools... And they are seventy-two percent minority. They are sixty-seven percent less than that, mm-hmm. and they outperform their minority brethren, their sisters and brothers, by three times. Uh, math, yeah, almost thirty percent, thirty percentage points on reading and writing. That's right. You just remind me to say this too: that I watched a video. I told my wife about it, uh, and this woman was at a school board meeting, whatever it is. I'll have to get, when we get back to the break, I'll tell you the basic thing that she said. She was absolutely brilliant and I went to comment about it. But we're going to move on. We got her caller, so I'll comment when we get back on. But yeah, Martin, I'm with you. All right, buddy. Hey, folks, we'll be right back after these messages. If you want to give me a call, 877 207 2276. We'll be right back. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. What I was going to say um, that I heard this woman, on one of those short videos, uh, she was absolutely brilliant. Uh, she was a mom, and uh, she got before the school board. It was fantastic. And she said a lot of stuff. She was so articulate. Um but she said something in the midst of this beautiful rant that she did she talked about why the schools now are having to deal more and more with emotional problems from the kids 
and I didn't know about this, but I guess that is the case, that there's more and more of them that are having um, difficulties dealing uh, with stuff, and there's more uh, depression and stuff. And she said, well, what do you expect? Their brains aren't mature enough to be able to handle the confusing uh, teachings that you have about transgender pronoun usage what is sexuality all at their young age it's w way too early for them they can't handle it no wonder they're confused and depressed and needing medications look what you guys are doing to them and it was brilliant and it really was so given credit uh, where it's due uh, but I'll be using that kind of a reference because it is so clear and it's so true the, let me tell you the enemy of the gospel the devil goes around seeking who he can destroy who he can devour and he's going to use his servants now anybody who doesn't bow the knee to Jesus is ultimately a servant of the evil one whether directly and they want to do that which is evil like so many people in our politics or they don't really don't care and they're just being manipulated little here little there to becoming liberal uh, you know uh, jellyfish so as Christians, we need to be praying, and we're, we're, our country's in trouble, you know. And I'm not trying to be, you know, depressive here, but it, it, we're in trouble. And I can't even watch news anymore. It raises my blood pressure too much, and I'm already in enough pressure. I've just, I can't watch it. My wife watches it, and she turns it down when I come in the room now because I can't handle it. I get so angry. I know what they're doing to our country, they're destroying it. And the people at the top are letting it happen. They're aiding and abetting the enemies of our country. Yeah. Let's get to Ed from Royanoke, Virginia. Ed, welcome down here. Hey, what's up, Slick? Uh, yeah, everything. Just a lot of pressure. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. So what's up, man? Yeah. What do you got? Uh, well, it's been a long time since I talked to you. I get to get my uh, Slick fix again tonight. And I have got a rant. I have got a rant about this immigration thing. Oh, I mean, it 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 infuriates me. You know what? Number one, I, I I was married to an immigrant, and of course, she passed away. And we did all the paperwork we had to do to to get her over everything. And now I'm married to another one, and we're still in the process. Spend thousands of dollars. Now get this. So my wife applies for a job at the post office. She's got her green card, and she gets fingerprinted. We're like, all right, you're going to get a job at the post office. And then they deny her because I married her. She came over on a tourist visa, and then I married her. So she's only on a two-year conditional green card. So she's only here. So she can't even get a job at the post office. And I'm, I'm at work, and I'm on my route, and I meet this guy. He's from Cuba. And he's like, hey, can I get a job with you? I said, well, you know, how'd you get up? You know, what's the deal? He says, well. I don't have papers. He said, I came over, you know, eight countries, nine countries, came through the border uh, with his wife. Now, Grant, he's a nice guy. He was actually a doctor in Cuba. But so he's working in a factory. I said, well, how'd you get this job in the factory? You don't have papers. He goes, oh, I made up Social Security number. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. My wife can't even work for the post office. We spent thousands of dollars. She's on a conditional green card because she did it right. And this guy is making 20 plus dollars an hour because he put in a fake social security number and he's working in a factory. And it's just ridiculous how, you know, those of us, that's a slap in the face of those of us who are doing it right, spending the time, paying the money, 
And here this administration now, you know, I hope I hope Biden tries to jail the governor because that's just going to ruin his presidency because that, it's just re- we don't we can't stand for that. It's just ridiculous. You know, Texas governor is trying to protect us, protect the border. And this Biden administration is just it, it, oh, I just it's so frustrating. Yeah, it's horrible. We have we have people in, con- in our, who are ruling things who don't have the best interests of the people of the United States. And this is why we need to read and study the preamble to the United States. I don't know if anybody's done that recently, what it says. But the Constitution tells, the Constitution tells the governor he can protect his borders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's just ridiculous. And get this, so when I was in high school, you know, I was born overseas, so uh, my dad was in the military, but I had a green card my whole life. So when I was in high school... Uh, my grandparents started applying for my citizenship, and all the paperwork was done. But I joined the United States Marine Corps after high school, so I get into boot camp, and guess what? Immigration writes a letter says, hey, go swear in in Detroit. I said, I can't go swear in. I am in the United States Marine Corps. I am in boot camp. So because I couldn't swear in, I didn't know it, I pretty much uh, you know, lost all my status, all my paperwork that I worked so hard, my grandmother worked so hard for, it, it was done. I couldn't, they couldn't do anything, right? So after I got back from overseas, I was stationed in the Marine Corps my uh, Camp Lejeune my last year. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go check on my status, uh, uh, on my citizenship. So I called up Senator Jesse Helms' office, and they said, oh, you have to do it all over again because you, you didn't show up. for." I said, how could I show up? I was in Marine Corps boot camp wearing the uniform, willing to die for this country, and I can't vote, and I, I, I have to do the paperwork all over again because mm-hmm. I was wearing the uniform? And... They said, well, we, I, can't, I said, can you expedite something? She said, well, last time we did that was for this Polish guy on his deathbed. I said, well, what day what good did that do? It's the citizenship for him. Right. And so right. what I did is I called Senator Helms' office like every week, and I just bugged them, and I wrote him a letter. And I said, oh, we just found your letter. This was weeks later. We just got your – you found your letter. I said, no, you, you just pulled it out of the file. Uh, so what can you do for me? And they said, well, nothing. So I just kept calling. And you know what? They called me. Two or three months later, Senator Helms, what a great man, said, go swear in in Cherry Point. So at least, you know, somebody did something right. But, you know, I was suffering for trying to do it right and wearing the uniform, and they wouldn't give it to me. <laughs> right. like, so yeah, you got to fight for your rights, and uh, the, uh, you know, the people in power are more concerned with those who break the law and defending them than they are with the people who uphold this country. Oh yeah, and I was wrong. It's not the preamble. It's the uh, Declaration of Independence. That's what I was thinking of, which I'm going to read a little bit after you're gone. Okay, man, I'm with you, and thanks for serving our country too. Appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you. God bless, man. All right, folks. What does the Declaration of Independence say? I'm going to read some of it. When, in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. And it goes on that whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, well, what ends? to the pursuit of let me, let me read the whole thing the paragraph we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal 
that they are endowed, endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men. So the governments are instituted to secure the rights of the citizens, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its power in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness then it goes on and so uh, I suggest that people read that and we, and take it seriously because it's important and uh, we have something great here in, in America folks and everybody not everybody but you know most people are comfortable because their internet works and their TV works and they can still go to the store and buy food things work for them they have their jobs. They don't want to risk anything. And then when our economy fails, we're invaded, when things become detrimental to even be an American citizen, and it's better to be an illegal, then you're going to wish you'd done something. Let's get to, let's see, Anonymous 66. Welcome. You're on the air. Hello. Uh, my apologies. I had to on speakerphone. Good evening. Uh, I spoke to you a couple months ago about uh, had a strong feeling that something within two years seems like it's maybe sooner than that. Uh, by the looks of things, uh, I have a comment, if you would, more than a question, if you don't mind, or a couple of them. Sure. Uh, is saying well, that maybe he's letting all these people in for um, uh, what did he say? For votes. No. Yes. They're not going to vote. They Why would they can vote? You hold, yeah, can you hold on? we got a break, okay? Hold on. We'll oh, get wait, back wait. after. Okay. Oh. Hey, folks, we'll be right back after these messages. Two open lines, 877-207-2276. be right back. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Everybody, welcome back to the show. All right, let's get back on with Anonymous. Welcome, you're back on. Okay, go ahead. Are you there? There we go. Go ahead. Yeah, now I hear you. Oh. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, hey. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, well, I think they not, not got them here for votes. I mean, they're really going to vote? No. I, I think, unfortunately, or whatever, it's, it's much more nefarious than that. It's, and uh, we know his third term is being run through him. And if, you know, his wife wins, it'll be his fourth term. Um, it's, um, I mean, I lost a lot of friends through uh, uh, drug overdoses and all. And, um, I mean, the last count was, what, 300 pounds of fentanyl a week? It takes one grain, man, the size of a piece mm-hmm. of salt to kill somebody. And I just, it's. We're just seeing it all unfold in front of us. You know, it was all prophesied. And the first, um, mm-hmm. don't think these things strange concerning you as if some fiery trial had come upon you. It just keeps coming to mind. We just need to hold fast in prayer and state the obvious. But, you know, we just, um, it's time to get real. You know, myself included. To, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, I wouldn't put it past the. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past the leftists to uh, somehow uh, stop the elections coming. I just wouldn't be surprised. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, and what else I was going to say? Oh, (laughs) well, but yeah, oh, we're definitely in a a police state. You know, there's no doubt about it. And you're right. You're right about 1984, and it's it's Mm -hmm. chilling. It is. but it says what for each every day of the year plus one is uh, fear not. Mm-hmm. What three hundred sixty five times in the Bible? So mm, interesting. Oh. <laughs> easier said than done sometimes. But yeah. we know who's in over uh, overall. So I want to thank you again. Uh, I listen to you every night and uh, keep on keeping on, man. We support you one hundred and ten percent. Okay. God yeah. bless you, well, brother. Thanks. Okay. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm going to go. All right. You're welcome okay. very much. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. All right. Hey, uh, let's get to Don from Spokane. Don, welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Matt. Hi. So I have a question about the debates that you do, and I was wondering how, mm-hmm. when you're debating people like Pike and that Andrew guy, um, who, P.S. are rude, how do you hold your stuff together and debate in, like, a serious manner when they're being a clown? Well, let me ask you, before I try to answer that, did you really think you held myself together that well? Yeah, they never would answer your question. It was obnoxious. I was getting so riled up i okay so i put you on our big screen tv and then i had my girlfriend on my phone because normally i do everything on my phone so we're talking while we're watching the debate i'm literally throwing pillows at the tv screaming (laughs) answer the freaking question it was upsetting me or they would turn it into something that wasn't even on the topic and i thought that the moderator's job was to steer everybody back in but apparently it wasn't I don't, I don't know. I just, I finally turned it off after two hours. I was like, I can't even, I don't know how you're keeping your cool. I would have locked my marbles. Mm. Uh, Sorry, I'm getting wild yeah, out. Um, it was. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's tough and I always try and be as patient as I can, but I did get angry a, a couple of times with people who just were so obstreperous, like this one guy. He uh, just wouldn't answer questions and was condescending. Another guy came on, uh, you know, it was the same thing. He was even worse. The first guy was just interrupting constantly. I kept asking him, stop doing that. He said right. he would stop interrupting, and then he would do it right away. Even when I'm asking him to not interrupt me, he'd interrupt me. And then he, he, procl- he uh, complained I wasn't answering <laughs> yeah. his questions. I'm like, you know, it's just insane. Uh, but, you know, I, I stuck it out. And... Um, the there have been more than a few comments about the moderation needing to be a little bit more precise because uh, I think the moderator needs to get gets in and and hold everybody uh, feet to the fire and say look you got to answer the questions and stop being insulting and stop interrupting right. and if you don't inter- if you don't stop interrupting we're going to kick you out and so I had to say a few times that's look, what these I thought was going to happen yeah yeah but yeah. it just never happened. And then my other part of it was, what is the purpose of it if they're not willing to take in? The purpose, I thought, of a debate, and I could be wrong, is that you're trying to sway someone's opinion uh, Yeah, in a different manner to prove to them that you're correct. When there's no willingness to listen, where do you go from there? There's like, How are you? Yeah. <sighs> I'm trying to learn from well, you, you but the only thing I'm... 
Okay. <laughs> what you do is uh, I use them to teach uh, others, and I use them to hone my arguments down. So people don't okay. realize that what I do a lot is I do a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Half of what I do in the ministry is just behind the scenes talking to people. And so I field test ideas, and people just don't know it. You know, I mean, I'm not complaining. It's just it's just what I do. So I'll go into different venues. I go into the Oculus world, and mine is getting old. I need a new one. I go into the uh, into Clubhouse. I go into Discord. I go into Facebook, and I will have discussions with people. Um, and I prefer live voice, and I'll go for one to two hours at a time while I'm taking notes. And, you know, they might bring up a certain verse, and I'll go to my notes on that verse, and I'll ask, uh, I'll read what I've already written and research on that, and they might ask something a little bit varied from that. And I'll put that in there. So they don't realize that what they're doing is helping me really hone down all kinds of answers, and that's what I'm doing. So my, my work on, for example, my single document on Catholicism is 197 pages. 197 pages. Wow. And, you know, about 40 of it is just their documents from the, the catechism and their, and some other stuff. They're just, just repeated documents or copied it so that I can say this is where it is. So I probably have 170 pages, 150 pages of just stuff I've written right there. And it expands okay. because it's what happens. I do it with atheism. I do it with Eastern Orthodoxy and, and stuff. So it's one of the reasons I continue in that area. And then what I can do is I can, I learn how to articulate these things over the radio and in articles. I'm able to just present them so people go, oh, that makes sense. So usually people don't realize there's there's hundreds of hours of, of experience per topic that I've had to go through in order to get my my knowledge in place, my arguments in place, honed it down to the basics. Usually hundreds and hundreds of hours on, on varying interrelated topics. And, you know, that's fine. It's just what I do. So. And then you have a troll ask you stupid questions to then <laughs> yeah. never answer the right question that you first asked, but uh -huh. then to direct it into that. Oh, my God. I can't. I cannot. I'm trying. Yeah. And then, and then okay. what'll happen a lot is uh, that uh, someone will, you know, I'll say something, and then when they they say, "Well, you just said such," and I never said that. They only hear what they want to hear. This is the yeah, way I of the unbeliever. That, too. that was frustrating. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, and numerous times, maybe Very ten times. Yeah, maybe ten times. I brought it up. I said, "That's not what I said." And they said, yes, you did. And I say, no, I didn't. It's one of the advantages of having done this so many hundreds of times that I have these sentences, I'll say. I know what I'm saying. And uh, so they will misrepresent what I say, and, and they're bearing false witness, and it happens a lot. But, you know, that's just what it is. Well, that's when the moderator comes in and says, no, this is what was said. Yeah, he's not paying attention sometimes because it's a lot of work. Being a moderator is not exactly easy. But nevertheless, it was well, five I hours. That, I say that time. sitting on my couch. <laughs> leaning back in the recliner so i think yeah. that i can judge fairly here matt <laughs> well, what i'm I in my what, armchair what, sipping my what i want to start doing is is getting them on my own channel and then have people i can trust who'll be good moderators they'll call me on the carpet too you know matt you're getting a little little uh you know you need to answer the question that's fine you know i don't have any problem with that because right. i make my mistakes too but it's yeah it, it's tough it's a tough world that i hang out in i hang out 
I hang out in the the world of trash. I go out yeah. to the unbelievers, and I I go into their rooms, their hatred, their misrepresentation, their lies, and I tackle them in that. I'll go in there, like just imagine, uh, you know, just a countryside, full, and there's so many areas that are just full of filth, and it's dangerous for the average person. And I go in there. And I tackle all of them, and then I bring the gems out and hand it to the to the good people, the, the Christians. And I'm not trying to boast, look how great I am. I'm just saying it's what I do. Right, I got you. And, and so I, I go in there and learn a lot, and then say, here, this is what this is what it is. And so, and praise God, you know, I, I'm able to do that, and I like doing that because God's equipped me to do that. Well, how do you know if it's so, a legit debate or if it's trolls coming after you? How do you know between the two? And then how do you care. prep differently for that? Well, it depends on, the, on what's coming oh. up. But um, I, I really, you know, if, if it's a formal debate, like I had with uh, Shabir Ali, he's a Muslim. Well, the man is respectful. He's intelligent. He's articulate. And he's, he's basically humble. True. And yeah, yet I'll, like I'll, and then like the second guy on that five-hour discussion, he was incredibly arrogant and uh, just yeah. he was a horrible individual as far as politeness goes and, and interaction. And so, you know, it's just a, a variety of stuff. And a lot of times what I'll do is I'll just let them, let them uh, go and, and, and hang them with the rope they gave me. But what I'm working on is to be even more patient during all of that. And it takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of practice <laughs> because it's tough. Yeah. So anyway... So how do you get out of that not being angry and wanting to, uh, (laughs) I have to be good. Um, Hurt them? It's not Cause harm. (laughs) Well, you know, I look at it this way in that so many of them are just lost in the the grip of Satan. And I ask God that every morning when I I sit down in this chair and I, I ask God, you know, use me today. Please help my interactions with people be godly. When I go into rooms, I don't pray often as enough. When I go into rooms, Lord, please guide me. Uh, even what, you know that, that discussion, as many discussions, I'll be praying during the, the discussion, disagreement, debate. Lord, give me wisdom. Give me knowledge I don't even know I have. You know, uh, unearth it. Give me something new. Let me have insights. Confound their foolishness, Lord. You know, because that's where we have to be. And uh, because I'm autistic. Uh, and I'm semi-smart, I can see so many things, and then because I'm autistic, I can break it down for the average uh, person, okay. and they get edified. And so that's the one of the goals. Okay, Okay. so there's my thing. I just found out what I'm not doing, and that's praying beforehand. I should probably pray before I watch them, too, so then I have yeah. a little more patience in my heart to yeah. go through all of it. Because I'm telling you, I almost destroyed our television. It wasn't pretty. Yeah, well, I've wanted to do that, too, a few times in some areas. But you know what? We have to go forward. And uh, and some of us are, are able to do that, and some people are not. And so I said the people who are not, who don't do what I do, uh, aren't called to it. You know, pray for me, and really pray for me. And, and please support this ministry because yeah. we do need it. They don't realize how much work goes into it. And, you know, praise God. Uh, and so we need to help each other. That's all. And there's the music, True. okay? 
Yep. Well, thank you so much, Matt. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Well, God bless. All right. Hey, everybody. That was uh, was a good show. Uh, It was different. And may the Lord bless you. And by his grace, we'll be back on the air on Monday. I hope you have a great weekend. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. God bless everybody. Bye. Another program powered by the Truth Network.